0: You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8. Hi guys, it's Mark Lloyd with you from Lunch With Lloyd. Welcome along to this podcast. Now, on the show this week, we went in search of bargains on Markdown Monday with Monica, and we came up with some beauties, let me tell you. We were also joined by Canadian singer-songwriter Jill Barber, who recently performed here at Expo 2020. And how about this? An eight-year-old drummer joined us on the show and actually showed us a few riffs as well. We also checked out the Al-Muraba Arts Festival happening over in Ajman with Khadija, Turkey. Do enjoy the podcast and join me live on the show weekdays from 11 o'clock, only on Dubai Eye 103.8. This is Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah and it's that time of the week a Monday means uh, bargains on Markdown Monday with Monica Capella from Doing Dubai. Good afternoon Monica. How are you doing?
1: Good afternoon Mark. I'm doing very very well. Weather is getting better and I'm much um, more into the Dubai kind of life in Dubai time zone. I was still a bit tired last week from, from London, but I'm good now. I'm G- into my groove.
0: Great stuff. Well, <laughs> let's get into the groove, in the words of Madonna, and get started um, with a few bargains. Half-term, of course, um, at the moment. So you found some half-term fun for less.
1: I think I have, Mark. You cannot have failed to notice that it's half-term because the roads are a little bit quiet. It would yeah. me to get parking at my gym and all the rest of it. So something for the kids, it is half-term, and it is marked down Monday, so we're Saving you money. So, um, if you're not flying off somewhere and you're around here, how does a trip to Dubai Parks and Resorts sound to you, Mark? But for
0: fifty percent off, it sounds amazing. Um, I'm a big fan of Dubai Parks and and Resorts. Um, love the place, and uh, yeah, fifty percent will do me.
1: It sounds very good, doesn't it? Do you know the names of all three parks? Because although it's Dubai Parks and Resorts are three different and quite distinct. Um, areas that you can enjoy. So it is, it is good value if you go there. Do you know the names?
0: Uh, yeah, there's uh, Motion Gates, um, uh, Legoland, and Bollywood, I believe.
1: That's right. They're so all quite different. Obviously, Legoland's much more universally known, I think, but Bollywood, definitely this part of the world. And the kind of Hollywood one is, is Motion Gate. So lots to enjoy, I think, not only for the kids, but for the whole family as well. So look, a normal ticket, as I understand it, is roughly around 275 dirhams. If there were four people in a family that were going, I mean, just roughly, this is without any, yeah. I don't know, um, discounts or whatever, it would set you back quite um, a, a kind of big amount of money, I think, 1,100 dirhams um, for four people, which is kind of quite a lot. So if you want to get those four tickets for 50% off, so instead of paying 1,100, you're paying 550 dirhams, all you have to do is to download this app that that is authentic, and true and and works, genuine, called Voucher Scout. Now, that Voucher Scout with a K, we have mentioned it before on the show, but this is their best deal and I think worth mentioning. So it's that pink app, man with a moustache, Voucher Scout. Download it and select that Dubai Parks and Resorts deal, and you get four tickets um, for roughly 550 dirhams, which is 50% off the normal price. I think you have to pay a little bit, maybe like 55, 60 euros maximum in voucher credit to get that deal. But even so, you're saving a huge chunk of money. So, with the rest of the money that you're saving, you can spend money on food and, well, if you, your kids insist on going into the shops and you have to buy them whatever they ask for. So, I think that's a really good one. Voucher Scout deal, Legoland, Bollywood, and Motion Gay all in one. But for 50% off, so
0: do that. Sounds good. Perfect for uh, the half-term break. Um, now, the second deal that you've come up with is all about food and Indian street food.
1: Yes, absolutely, Mark. Well, you know, Indian food, very close to my heart. I think you're quite partial to some Indian food as well. <laughs> all right, yes. And, I mean, look, I don't know if the word or the phrase street food has come into the, the English dictionary because, I mean, everybody is now familiar with the word street food. Um do you know, Mark, what a, and my our producer, who I believe is back and I know is North Indian, as am I, do you know, she might know, do you know what a Gol gappa is, Mark?
0: Well, sadly, she's not actually in, in distance of me right now, so I can't ask oh, right. her. So I'm going to have to rely on you to tell me on that one.
1: Okay. So a Gol gappa, or also known as a Bani Buri, Mark, will be very familiar to anyone who's Indian or anyone who loves um indian street food and specifically northern indian street food so it's um a small let me try and describe it a sort of crunchy pastry shell savory pastry shell that's filled with a sort of spicy um kind of water that's mixed with tamarinds and it's sort of just the right amount of sweet and the right amount of tangy and what they do is they sort of have a little bit of um, perhaps chickpeas, a bit of potatoes, maybe yeah. some sprouted mung beans, tiny bit of it, in the bottom of this crispy pastry shell, and they dunk the whole shell into um, a vat of this nice, spicy bunny, which is water, if you like, and then they put it in, and there is no hanging about. You have to put the whole thing into your mouth immediately, and that's what a golgappa is, um, describing it as quickly and succinctly as I can, and it is literally a mor- morsel of deliciousness like no other. You can't you can't do something that's approaching a Golgoppa. So <laughs> fantastic. So very nice. Have I wetted your appetite, Mark, or are you thinking not for me?
0: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm loving the sound of that. And um, <laughs> I think um, there's no limit on this where, where we're heading to.
1: Yes. So this deal, Mark, and it's quite interesting that there is no limit. So this deal is at a place called Patiala House. That's P-A-T-I-A-L-A, Patiala House. They've got two branches, one in Studio City, the other in Karama. Now, at their Karama branch, from what I understand, they have, I'm a great deal, an unlimited Bani Buri Gorgabba deal from 12 p.m. lunchtime to 12 at night. So you don't have to wait until. You know, uh, in between lunch and dinner, which is when traditionally those vendors would come around and and say, you know, come get your Gorgon buzz. Yeah. And it is; it's unlimited, which is great. So you can just keep eating, not not worry or haggle over. Well, you know, you're saying I had seven, but I actually had five, which is what would happen in Delhi if you were there when when I was a trial. That's what used to happen. Yeah. Um, you can have it whenever you want. Now, how much do you think you would pay for one person to have unlimited? Morsels of deliciousness, made fresh. And you can't make them beforehand. I mean, you can make the pastry shells, of course, and the water can be prepared, right. but even that, mm. not for too long before. But you can actually only make the whole thing, you know, like, um, immediate. It has to be very, very live cooking, if you like. And it's, of course, dine-in. So how much are we talking?
0: Uh, unlimited. Uh, yeah, it's got to be oh, 30 dirhams?
1: 30 dirhams, yeah. Well, that's not a bad amount. But listen, why don't we half that? It's actually 15 dirhams, unlimited for one person. So more than enough. But only twenty-five dirhams for two people. So grab wow. a mate or four mates, and just go and feast yourself on these gorgobars, bani Buris, and just maybe have another couple of bits and pieces as well while you're there. Yeah. So as I said, a uh, deal available in Karama branch. That's from twelve o'clock lunchtime till twelve o'clock at night. And oh, I have to say a thank you to Annika of My Food Moods, my underscore food underscore moods on Instagram, for alerting me to that deal. And look, if any of your listeners have a really good deal, it can be F&B or any other kind of deal that's available to people who live in Dubai, then please send me a note on uh, my Instagram at Dubai, and we will definitely consider it to see if we can mention it on the show.
0: A couple of messages come in on that. Urfan, um, uh, actually Gol- Golgappa is the Pakistani version of the same thing. Thanks for that, Urfan. And Dr. Carthy says, well done, Monica. Excellent description of a pani puri. I'm very hungry now.
1: Oh, fantastic. Well, get down to Patiala House or wherever you can because I'll tell you something, Mark. This Golgoppa, if you're from Pakistan or Bani Buri or wherever, India, sorry, um, is not something you want to make at home. It's too complicated. So just go there, let someone else do the work and feast yourself. Well, thank you very much to your listeners for that. This is Dubai I 103.8.
0: You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Coming back with this... Yeah, welcome back to the show as we look at uh, bargains of course on Markdown Monday with uh, Monica from Do in Dubai. We've already been up uh, and looked at some great deals at Dubai Park, some resorts and uh, we've been dining uh, with no limit on some Indian street food and uh, those um those pani puris. Uh, what have you got next for us then Monica?
1: I really like your um, pronunciation, Mark, <laughs> pani puri. Well, from pani puri to <laughs> the Palm um, this is a big business lunch for people who live on or around or near the Palm or indeed people who can get to the Palm because they work near there or they just fancy going down to the Palm. So let me tell you where we are. Um, obviously, we're on the Palm Jumeirah. We are actually on the trunk road, so you don't have to go all the way down to the end and then sort of turn left or right um, you know, when you get right to the end. We're at a newish branch of a very well-established um, brand of Hotel Mark and it's actually the St. Regis Hotel, the St. Regis, the Palm Hotel, yeah. as I said, on the trunk road of the um, Palm in Jumeirah. Have you ever been to this uh, branch of the St. Regis, Mark?
0: I believe I have. Yes. Yes.
1: Okay. Okay. So you know exactly where we are. A yeah. very smart hotel it is, too. So why have I called it a big business lunch? Well, there's so much food for a start, Mark. So it's definitely one for anyone who has a hearty appetite. So let's get write in and tell you what you get so you get two really substantial and very high quality courses you get a, a choice of starter and a choice of a main course and there is quite good choice as well mm-hmm. but you also get um a nice relaxing tea or coffee afterwards so you know after you've had a big meal you think oh you're not in a rush to go you might just want to hang about for a bit longer to have a have a coffee and it's a very nice light large space with, with windows on either side and in fact we were sitting. Um, on the side that that faced out, and we could see the Burj al-Arab actually in the distance. So I think that was probably the nicer um, side to sit at if you are going to ask for a table, to ask for one on that side. Now, the name of the restaurant is actually Cordelia. We're at the business lunch, and we had, I liked it for two reasons. Firstly, the quality of food was very, very high. But I also, which I think was quite unusual, because often business lunches have a sort of theme in terms of the type of cuisine that they're going to serve you. But the variety of cuisine that was on this menu and the quali- combined with the quality of food, I thought made it definitely worth talking about. Because obviously, I don't know about you, but everyone has got such different tastes. You know, some people want, well, like, oh, I want some Italian, vegetarian, somebody else wants something Southeast Asian. So, so this lunch ticks the boxes on that. Okay. So let me tell you, there were three of us actually, and let me tell you what each one of us had for our main courses. And you tell me which one you would go for, Mark, and then I'll tell you about the starters. So one of the main courses was a very good Southeast Asian fried rice with duck and very good portions of nicely shredded duck, um, not too spicy at all, with some bits of vegetables and a huge bowl of it. So that was one main course. Another one was a completely different, sort of much more um, you know European Western style, just for grilled salmon, nice nice piece of fillet of salmon with potatoes and vegetables, done very very nicely. In fact, if you look at the Dubai Instagram, there's a, a picture of just that salmon that we had on my story and there was also the third main course was a place of um fresh pasta made cacio e pepe pepe style which is sort of salt and fresh black pepper with a generous amount of parmesan cheese so as i said very very different cuisines all very nicely presented and actually i have to say mark we took home most of the duck rice and then we refreshed it later i think that evening or the next day with some fried spring onions and some chili oil and oyster sauce and then we had it again for a small dinner with some bok choy on the side. So it's almost two meals in one. And for the starters, uh, we actually focused on the salads. We chose, which I think would be right up your street, Mark. I know you like beetroot. We had the beetroot and gorgonzola salad, but the chef, um, I think he was Italian, wanted us to try his pumpkin soup that obviously is very seasonal right now. And Mark, that was absolutely amazing. I mean, I would go back again, just for that bowl of pumpkin soup with a side of crusty bread and a little green salad and I would be happy. So, how much do you think, Mark, for a very large portion of maine, very well presented, good quality, plus a large starter at the Saint Regis on the Palm, including then a nice um, coffee of your choice or a tea, where you could stay and have views of the Burj Al Arab? What do you think, Mark? You pay for that?
0: I'll jump we'll in. The, for that. I'll jump in at um, one sixty-five.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's an unfair price. I mean, I would have potentially said sort of one fifty or you know maybe one thirty-five. Yep. But look, it's 110 dirhams, which I honestly don't think is bad at all in terms of you trying out business lunches. If you live on the Palm, then that's even better because you don't have far to go, and the Palm is hugely, I mean, it's very, very densely populated, so there are people up and down. And if you live on that side of Saint Regis, um, then even better. Now, if you do go, Mark, um, top tip: don't leave, and maybe this is a bit that you went to, without checking out their very cool ground floor bar area where they do have some very nice jazz nights that are on a couple of times a week and that's live jazz and it's a very cool sort of bar area where you could sit and um, listen to some jazz and and check out their their sort of platters of of charcuterie and cheese that you could have um another time so yeah
0: that's good sounds good okay something on the palm there business lunch we've got time for one more to squeeze in and uh i believe we're getting the mats out and doing some yoga
1: we certainly are, Mark. It's been too long since I've spoken about <laughs> yoga. I'm very back into my yoga now, having not done it properly for three or four weeks in London. But um, I like this deal, if you can call it a deal, Mark. Um, I mean, I don't know about other people who are doing exercise, but I find in a lot of my yoga classes, and especially since COVID, where, pe- where teachers can't come around and adjust you and say, actually, just move that kind of foot a bit forward or backwards because, you know, there's been all these restrictions, etc., I'm just not sure if I'm improving or progressing because I think my muscle memory of like where my legs and arms and, you know, muscles and limbs should go, just remember their movements. So I like this deal for that reason as well. Um, Let me tell you where we are. We're at the very, very um, well reputed and authentic yoga ashram right here in Olkhud called Nilaya House. Now, I don't know if you remember, Mark, but we mentioned Nilaya House and they were doing a very lovely community yoga um offer do you remember that during ramadan
0: yeah yes i do
1: nilaya house so we're back at nilaya house and they've come up with another nice offer which is basically a free um yoga class that is focusing on a particular type of yoga called ashtanga yoga so ashtanga i think mark comes from two words the ashta which means eight and the anga which means the sort of limbs of yoga so you basically do these eight poses again and again and again and again now I've tried this Ashtanga yoga it's actually originates from Mysore and I think they do the the authentic Mysore method and unless you've got a teacher who can really you know kind of guide you properly you you could be just doing the same thing again and again and not progressing so this free class that they're doing linked to the Ashtanga yoga at the Nilaya house is almost one-to-one tuition where they go around and they actually completely guide you and tell you how you're progressing and what you need to do to change, to improve your practice. So did I mention that this was a deal, Mark? Do you want to know how much it is? I do. I
0: be I you. do want to know how much it is. Go ahead.
1: It, it's free. So well done to Nia of Nilaya House for offering people this free Ashtanga yoga class. Um, it's actually on a whole variety of different days. So it's on Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday at either 7.30 or 8.30 a.m. for all those morning types. So that's Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, 7.30 or 8.30. And it's, I think, about an hour. Or Monday and Wednesday in the evening for people who work or can't make it during the day at quarter past six. So Nia says you don't really need lots of of, um, prior knowledge about this ashtanga. You can just go in and try it. Or if you are already into your ashtanga yoga, then you can go and... um, improve and, and i think this would be invaluable i'm very very tempted to go if you want to find out those details again um obviously i will try and share everything on my instagram at Do and dubai but ashtanga yoga dubai is the instagram of just the ashtanga yoga so i think that's a, a lovely one and thank you very much to Mia from nilaya house for giving us that opportunity to improve our eight yoga poses known as ashtanga
0: sounds Great. good sounds good monica um so once again if we want uh, more information and see a few picks on those deals we need to head to where
1: you can head to two places the most immediate place would be the do in dubai instagram so that's do in Dubai at do in Dubai no spaces black and white logo or you can go to the do in Dubai blog DoInDubai.com. com or of course if you're interested in everything healthy connected to Dubai uh, from lines to making vegan ice cream to meditation go to the fantastic podcast monicmoments.com available on Apple and Spotify.
0: Awesome thank you so much for joining us once again that's Monica Capella from Doing Dubai. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai I 103.8. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Of course, uh, all roads that lead to Expo at the moment is the biggest event ever here in the city of Dubai. And uh, joining us right now is singer songwriter Jill Barber from Canada, who recently performed uh, for us over at uh, Expo. I'll say, um, well, good afternoon, Dubai time. I'm not quite sure what, what time it is with you over there, Jill.
2: Yeah, well, uh, never mind. <laughs> but good afternoon. It's a, really a pleasure to chat with you, Mark. And yeah. I, my 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 heart and mind are still in Dubai.
0: I bet they are. Tell me about your experience of performing here in Dubai for Expo.
2: I had no idea what to expect as a Canadian. I had never been to Dubai. I'd never been to the Middle East. And uh, I was super thrilled for the opportunity And I was really, I was blown away by the experience. I was amazed how open everyone was, how warm and welcoming everyone was. And I mean, it's just, it's such a beautiful part of the world and such an international city. Uh, I had I had a truly uh, eye-opening and um, really incredible experience.
0: Yeah, I bet you didn't want to get back on that plane, did you? <laughs> By the no, I,
2: I yeah, I, I could have. I definitely could have stayed longer. Uh, there was so much to explore, even just on the expo site. Yeah, <laughs> let alone yeah, the city yeah. Of
0: Dubai. Now you're a three-time Juno Award-nominated singer-songwriter. Just g- give us a little background as to your musical career and how it all started for you, uh, Jill.
2: Sure thing. Well, I've been I've been making songs, writing my own songs for many, many years now, and touring. I started writing songs when I was 14 years old as a teenager, and just never stopped. So, um, you know, I did go to university. I got a degree in philosophy, but as soon as I graduated, I I hit the road here in Canada, uh, playing my songs in coffee houses, clubs, bars. Uh, I, you know. Travel a lot in a at a car, uh, coast to coast to coast in, yeah. in Canada. We have a big, vast country here, so I've done a lot of touring in Canada. And then I I started to tour more internationally. So I've been all over Europe and Australia. I've been to Japan, wow. Mexico, yeah. And, yeah, and and now Dubai. And Dubai, now,
0: goodbye, yeah, and uh, very kind of jazzy groove. Uh, we're just going to hear a little clip of a piece of music called Chances from you, Jill
2: Chances, what? Are- The chances, the chances that I'd find you Stealing glances across a crowded room And taking a chance The chances, the chances that are
0: funny. Oh, I just love that. It's um, so appealing, beautiful voice. Just tell me the story of that song, Jill, and, uh, um, you know, how you came to write that.
2: I actually co-wrote that song with a very well-known Canadian singer-songwriter by the name Ron Sexsmith. And uh, we wrote that song, oh, actually... Over ten years ago now, uh, but that song has been has really taken me across the world. <laughs> and uh, I, you know, um, I'm actually sitting right next to my my gold record for the, ch- the album Chances. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's an album of original songs, songs that I wrote, but that kind of are a little bit of a, a nostalgic throwback mm. to another era. Uh, we tried to write songs that sounded kind of instantly timeless. And, um, yeah, I'm really proud of that record and, and it really kind of showcases a little bit more of the, the jazzy nostalgic vibe that, that I tend, I tend towards a lot in my writing.
0: So who were you listening to growing up then, Jill? Who were some of your, uh, favorite performers and singers?
2: Well, let me see. Uh, I've always loved Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah. Um, Joni Mitchell has been a huge oh, wow. influence on me mm. as a songwriter. I love Carole King. Um, my family grew up listening to Neil Young. That Neil Young was the soundtrack of my yeah. my youth. Um, and uh, let me see another another singer that I love is Nat King Cole. Wow. His voice has, is like perfect
0: to me. Yeah, all the all the classics there. Um I'm a big Carole King fan as well. But uh, what are you working on at the moment then, Jill? You as we know, you've just kind of landed back um in Canada. Uh, so uh, what's on the musical menu for you and um, let's say over the next couple of months?
2: Yes, well, I'm actually heading back into studio uh next week oh, wow. to record, yeah, to record my latest album which is a series of 10 songs that are uh, a little more acoustic, raw, intimate songs that I've been writing, um, at, in my home by myself in in these times. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I say it's, it's very reflective of, of me and where I'm at in my life right now. Um, am I have two young children, so, you know, I'm a mother, I'm a, woman struggling sort of between my art and my my life and mm. balance and trying to make it all happen so i'm really looking forward to to going into studio to record that album
0: wow um and we're looking forward to hearing it as well there any ideas when you're expecting to get that one out
2: well hopefully it'll be out in the springtime, spring of 2022 mm-hmm. yeah
3: and any
0: mm-hmm. any more travels um you know i'm sure you, you obviously enjoyed your trip to dubai hopefully we'll see you back here um again But uh, anywhere else planned that uh, you're going to be off to do gigs
2: uh a lot of stuff in canada and then in terms of outside of the country i'm looking at a tour heading back to germany um mm-hmm. coming up and uh And then and then we'll see. It's a little bit touch and go these days for so many people. So we're just kind of uh, waiting to see what happens uh, in terms of the touring scene. But it really was such a cool experience to get to go to Dubai because I've been mostly at home and just um, being patient, waiting to to hit the road again. So, yeah. Did you see see much of the city?
0: Did you get to see much of the city as well as, uh, as expo?
2: we myself and my band we certainly made the most of our time there <laughs> yes we you know we went to all the souks and we yeah, oh, great. um we actually we made it out to the desert too oh, on our last day yeah, yeah which was just mind blowing we just loved it so so yeah, we did. Uh, we we went. Out, we ate well. Let me say yeah. that we ate very well while while in Dubai because we all love good food. So we had some incredible Middle Eastern food, some amazing. Uh, actually, we had a nice meal at the Portugal um,
0: Pavilion, Pavilion
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. which was good, and and had some great sushi. So yeah, we ate very well.
0: Cool. Finally, Jill, um, where can we follow you if people want to keep up with your career on social media? Where do we need to head to?
2: Certainly. Well, all the socials, of course. I'm I'm at I'm at JillBarber.com is my home on the web, but I'm pretty active on Instagram at jillbarber, and Twitter and uh, and of course Facebook. And then you know my music can be found on all the um, you know your streaming yeah platforms platform of choice. Yep. And so yeah, I'd really love to keep up my connection with uh with folks in Dubai. So please have a listen.
0: Jill Barber there once again recently performed here in the city for Expo 2020. Fantastic singer and look out for that brand new album which uh, is gonna be out soon. This is Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai I 103 point eight. Yeah welcome back to the show Lunch with Lloyd all the way through two o'clock. Now we're we'll left to talk music and we're picking up the drumsticks next um on the show. And speaking to a young man he's only eight years of age. His name is Gavin Zhu. Um Gavin, welcome to the show. How are you, Gavin?
2: Uh, I'm good.
0: You're good. I'm glad to hear it. Um so tell me a little bit about yourself and when you started to learn to play the drums.
3: Uh, I am I'm Gavin. My name is Gavin and I am eight years old and like to play drums. And I started to play drums when I was five years old.
0: When you was five years of age, you started playing the drums, which is quite amazing, really. And and I understand um, now you've um, you graduated from the Trinity Pop and uh, Rock School. What was that like?
3: Uh, it is it is some mid one to mid eight. Yeah, I just started Trinity Rock and Pop with one.
0: Okay, Now, uh, one of our producers um, saw you playing and said, you've got to get this young man on the air. Um, So you sat behind your drum kit as we speak. Um, What are you going to play for us, um, Gavin? I'm going to
3: play Give Me the Music.
0: Okay, Well, off you go. Take it away. (laughs) The stage is yours. Let's hear this eight-year-old young Gavin Joe playing the drums. Off you go.
3: Do I need the music or something? Because I just
0: this is a song. Just give us a little a little riff there. Just give us a a little riff and um, uh, the beats. Put the beat down to something, okay? Off you go. Gavin, you are amazing. That is fantastic. Let me, let me give you a round of applause. You are just brilliant. Um, do you have any favourite drummers that you, um, you know, really admire? Have we still got Gavin there? I think we might have lost him. Let me ask you that question again, Gavin. Do you do you have any favourite drummers that you really, really look up to? Yeah,
3: I have three ones. of them. Uh...
0: Okay, well, Gavin, uh, thanks so much for joining us on the show and uh, and displaying your talents. We've got you on video. I'm going to put you up on our social media. Uh, Once again, that's uh, Gavin Zhu, an absolutely fantastic um, young drummer at the age of eight years old. He really is something a little bit special. And uh, as I said, we're going to put that video up on our social media very, very shortly. This is Dubai I 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Yeah, good afternoon once again. And uh, we are heading uh, now to the Emirate of uh, Ajman for something very special that's happening. And joining us on the show is Khadija Turki, who's the uh, Director of Tourism Development and Marketing at the Ajman Department of Tourism Development. Uh, Khadija, how are you? I'm good. good. Real pleasure to have you on the show. So we're going to talk about the al Maraba Arts Festival. So uh, give us a, a little bit of a picture as uh, what visitors can expect if they come over to Ajman.
3: Right. Good. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for hosting us and for giving us the chance to talk to your audience about this uh, festival which is coming soon. Um, Al-Murabba Art Festival is uh, one of its kind here in Ajman. This is the first uh, edition of the festival. It's an art and cultural uh, festival uh, organized by Ajman Tourism under the patronage of his Highness Sheikh Ammar bin Hamid bin Aimi, Crown Prince of Ajman, and the Chairman of the Executive Council. The festival aims at highlighting the artists and the talents uh, nurtured here in UAE. And it will uh, start on 28th of October until uh, 6th November.
0: Okay. Um, So where exactly is the festival going to be held? And um, as you say, um, you know, the the actual location and who can attend this? Uh, Can anyone come along?
3: Absolutely. The festival is open to public. There are no tickets, no, tickets, no entry tickets at all. Uh, it will be held, as I said, from 28 October until uh, 6 of, uh, November uh, at uh, the Heritage uh, District in Ajmal, which is surrounding the Ajmal and- Museum. The district was developed by the municipality to be uh, to enrich the offerings of the cultural offering of the destination. It is going to be an outdoor gallery. For those who haven't been to the area before, it is similar to Al Fahidi district in Dubai and how it is uh, usually transformed whenever the art season uh, comes along in Dubai.
0: OK, uh, so what kinds of arts are going to be shown there at, at the festival and who are some of the artists uh, that are going to be involved?
3: Right. Great question. Uh, if we talk about art, um, art is any formation of uh, it's an expression uh, of the human uh, Creativity, skills, and imagination, and these arts are transformed into uh, typically into a visual form, like paintings or uh, spec. Uh, uh, sculptures uh, and these have uh, values that uh, are uh, evaluated and either liked or disliked for their beauty or the strong messages they represent. So, if we consider art, uh, this is the spectrum of art. Then every kind of art is uh, is welcome and has been uh, included, starting from uh, paintings, uh, sculptures, murals, uh, uh, literature, uh, movies. Films, uh, photography, uh, designs, and under design, there are several uh, segments of designs. You have fashion designs, you have uh, jewelry designs, you have furniture designs. Even food sculpture is part of the design that will be presented (laughs) at the festival. There will be, as well, a lot of workshops uh, dedicated to the public. Uh, just nurturing those uh, talented uh, artists or those uh, youth who want someone to hold their hand and take put them in the right uh, path for them to develop the skills that they have obtained in the papers.
0: So um, is there somewhere online that we can find out uh, a little bit more about these workshops and uh, actually enroll for them?
3: Sure, sure. We are active on social media. Uh, our Instagram handle is al arts. A-L-M-U-R-A-W-B-A-Arts, A-R-T-S. And we have our uh, website, al dot A E. The program will be launched very, very soon. One of the first uh, activities uh, during the day uh, will be a fashion show uh, that will be revealed. The details of it will be revealed very, very soon.
0: You must be very excited, uh, Kadija, at, at launching Extremely this for the first time. Yeah,
3: we can't wait to host everyone <laughs> around here.
0: Well, it's an. If absolute...
3: we talk about the artist, if you allow me, yes, yeah, sure. Uh... Earlier in uh, July, we announced the, uh, when we announced the festival, we had an open call to all the artists and talents nurtured here in UAE. Uh, and when I say local, I mean all residents. It's not dedicated to Emiratis only. And when we closed the, uh, the door for registration, we had more than 120 registering uh, that we went through. And we've examined all the entries. And as of now, we have more than 60 artists that will be showcasing their pieces and their creative to the public. Every selected artist, artist was giving a, a support of almost uh, 10,000 dirhams just to help them to produce their pieces. And all of these pieces will be exhibited and available for sales for those who are interested in purchasing.
0: Fantastic. Well, Khadija, uh, once again, we wish you well with the al Maraba Arts Festival. It's going to be taking place from the 28th of October through the 6th of November 2021. So, uh, yeah, we wish you well and uh, we look forward to popping over and seeing some of those fantastic works of art.